0: Hello everyone, welcome to Esports Insider's new podcast, ESI Digest. I'm your host Adam Fitch, I'm also the editor of the publication, which is, is undoubtedly at this point the best publication in the world when it comes to the esports business side of things. So, this podcast in particular will be a short but sweet Recap of the week that's just gone on, explaining why things matter and, and actually what what things mean in context as opposed to just headlines, you know, it's, it's very hard to stay on top of everything, especially on a Friday afternoon, if it's been a particularly busy week, you don't want to have to like, you know, troll through many, many, many articles to understand what's going on, so... Hopefully this can provide some service, it'll be available on YouTube, all the podcast platforms you'd expect, and if that's not the case then let us know and we will work on that, as well as having a small write-up as well in the same article where you'll find all of the, the links to actually listen and watch. So yeah, waste no more time, we'll get straight into it. Three executives from FaZe Clan have departed, uh, so that's Greg Selko, Clinton Sparks and Will Eddins, uh, who are the President, the VP of BizDef, and the VP of Apparel I believe have all departed. Now, a New York Times article, um, let it be known that Xset is a new organization that we'll all be working on. And um, the article framed it as if all of them had left specifically to work on Xset. And then in the article, they framed it as in all organizations are like frat houses, and we're going to really push for like social good, social justice, in a sense, and, and, you know, inclusivity and diversity. Now, That would be great, but the kind of the timing in which it has dropped suggests to me that they were just capitalizing on the kind of movement that's going on right now on a global basis and um, trying to get any sort of like clout or head start they couldn't on that front. But sources behind the scenes told me that it's actually been in the works for six months. And, you know, it's not an easy thing to get an organization going with with all the assets and and material needed to really give it a a solid launch. But also different sources behind the scenes told me that um, the FaZe Clan wanted to remove or started speaking to Greg about him departing the role in January of this year. And it was announced internally in mid-May And then the other two, so Clinton and Will, actually handed in their letters of resignation um, earlier this week around the time of the article dropping. So it was framed as if they'd left, uh, that Greg had left specifically um, because he didn't like Facebook anymore and he thought he could do something different with uh, Xset, but that is not quite the case. Um, He would have been on, on the way out either way. So he just kind of seemingly jumped on board with Xset and then um, business partners or people he's very close with, Clinton and and Will, had followed suit. That's everything I've learned behind the scenes there, to be more transparent than the New York York Times article, which I think deliberately framed things differently without explicitly saying it, you know. (coughs) So we will move on. There's been more management changes, but it's on the other side of the planet. It's in Australia, Oceanic region. Dire Wolves, plenty of changes this week. I think they've called it like the, the week of the wolf or something along those lines. And we've had exclusive comments and interviews for each of the developments that we've covered at Esports Insider. So there's been new management. So from the top down, it's, it's realistically... Uh, they brought in Jason Spiller as the new owner and then a lot of supplementary staff uh, for, for like a big push to make Dire Wolves seemingly the biggest organization in the region, kind of battling the Chiefs and, and Order seem to be the two organizations that they'll be battling from, from my perspective. Now, they've also consolidated teams that was under the banner of the Esports High Performance Center. They had multiple team brands and they've consolidated most of those under Dire Wolves. So now it's in Overwatch and NBA 2K and, and I think Valorant. Uh, as well as League of Legends, which Wars was kind of synonymous and, and definitely well-known for. So as well as that... Um also released a, a rebrand, unveiled a rebrand, a new logo, kind of explained the ethos behind it. As I say, we've got deep dives with comments from the executives at the organization and those who invest in the organization to really explain all of these moves and why they think um, it was worthwhile them, them really being made, you know, and, and to really push its organization, which of course is has got the naming sponsor of LG, so that's a vote of confidence anyway. Um, so really capitalizing on that and giving it a push instead of having um, a fragmented kind of effort across multiple team brands. It's, it seems like this consolidation is in an effort to like uh, really capitalize on the fact that there's an opportunity to be the leading Oceanic team and organization. So that, that's, that's how I see that. And as I say, if you want more insight into that, then you can go to the website. There are multiple articles, um, all with quite quite intensive um, and, and quite in-depth information. Um, explanations behind them and staying in the oceanic region Eden Park which is the home uh, of the national rugby team in New Zealand, is getting its own esports facility, quite like the Twickenham Stadium in London, uh, obviously the headquarters of Excel Esports, one of the biggest uh, British organisations. So it's done by Guinevere Capital, which is behind the Esports High Performance Centre and Dire Wolves and such. So I don't think Dire Wolves will class this as its official headquarters by any means, but I think it will be using it quite a bit and utilising it where where necessary. But it seems as if, based on our conversations and based what's in the article, that um, it will be open for all to use w- within within reason, you know, with it, with the judgment of, of Dave Dave Harrison, those uh, who would be running it there. So uh, quite quite a big week for o- Oceanic Esports. I suggest Australia, Australian and New Zealand. Um, d- quite interesting, and I, I've noticed a lot of partnerships and a lot of growth in, in that aspect in that region over the past few months, and it doesn't seem like it's slowing down. In fact, it seems like Dire Wolves is obviously shaping up to to do something bigger and shift it up upper gear, as such. So that's that's everything we've got in the oceanic region. Swiftly moving on, Vayner Gaming is a new division. Um, so it's a new division of Vayner Sports, uh, which is a sports like representation and management company and firm. Obviously, by AJ and Gary Vaynerchuk brothers, um, entrepreneur Gary Vaynerchuk, Gary V. Everyone knows him. Obviously, also somewhat behind the Minnesota Rocker Call of Duty team. So this is like a, a further vote of confidence with him in gaming and esports. Uh, that's officially been announced now. I think it's been known behind the scenes for quite some time. Uh, they've been repping Booga, the the first and only Fortnite World Cup champion at this point, and they actually renegotiated his deal with Sentinels, the North American organization, recently. And and that was been that seemingly been a success because I haven't seen that they've parted ways. So um, it it seems like they'll be getting more into representing um, players. I I don't know. Uh, if they're targeting Fortnite in particular, or if they're doing North America only or anything like that, it, that's quite under wraps, I think, at this point. But it'll be interesting to see where they go. They've had quite a lot of success in traditional sports. so uh, and, and I guess the competition in representation in esports, as long as it's professional, is, is really interesting and probably quite conducive to a better atmosphere, better environment, and, and thus just a better industry on that side of things. So Getty Images you'll know from traditional sports and, and taking pictures of celebrities and such, has gotten into eSports already through like Gran Turismo and the W Series eSports League, which is a sim racing kind of alternative to a a it's a woman, woman's only motorsport race, uh, racing series. So it's now kind of planted its flag in esports and said, Look, we're here to stay and proven it with a four year, at least a four year deal with with Riot games for League of Legends Esports, specifically on a global level, so not necessarily being the sole image provider and distribution partner for the LEC and the, and the LCS, but more so for the the World Championship, which is apparently still going ahead this year, but there's nothing new on that yet, just a bunch of rumours. Uh, the mid-season, Invitational and the All-Star event, so that will go on for four years at least. The wording makes it sound, sound like they're hopeful for more, but that's that's where they're going for right now. They, they definitely wanted to make sure it was at least 2024, so there's probably an option in there for a renewal. Um, but the we will see how it goes. Obviously, COVID's making the things a bit difficult right now to be taking photos of events because you can't have these events. So we'll have to see how it goes, hopefully in 2021 onwards. Um, things will be a lot safer and we can kind of get back to business and, and kickstart esports again as we know it and as we know it. So that's that on that front. And the last thing we'll cover very quickly is Demise, which is a British esports organization partnering with Kappa, an Italian sportswear brand known pretty much globally, I'm pretty sure um for in a three-year deal much like kappa has signed i think with all of its esports partners if not then then the majority of its esports partners so far one thing i want to note is yes it's a uk-based organization and no it's not the first that kappa has partnered with in esports there's also uh, diabolus and there's also vexed gaming and this has been over the past year i think it's been less than a year probably nine ten months at this point um, as well as partnerships with Mad Lines, which is a Spanish brand but ran uh, by Canadian Ownership Group, as well as um, RNG, Royal Never Give Up, obviously uh, an Asian, o- Asian organization that's quite a tongue a tongue twist on a friday afternoon but but nonetheless kappa is obviously identified uk esports as a, as a potential market that you can at least get into whereas probably not going to be much competition from nike adidas puma you know who are who are going for the kind of bigger dogs in in north america and, and asia so that's something as well that i've noticed kappa going for uk esports which is a vote of confidence for this like the my at least my local and domestic esports scene which is is quite underserved in quite some ways but also underperforming as opposed to North America or something but it seems as if it's going for those with their maybe the hyper localized fan base who have captured a particular market within that fan base as opposed to a global a globally renowned and, and globally supported organization like Cloud9 But this has been ESI Digest. As I say, it'll be available everywhere, hopefully. But if it's not where you expect it to be, then let me know uh, personally and we can try and work that out for you. And um, I'm sure it'll get better over time. I just want to make sure that we're constantly improving, constantly providing as much value as we can and uh, not rushing through things, but giving enough depth Uh, while keeping it short enough for you to just listen to quickly and understand everything that's gone on, you know all the major developments at least. Um, And and I'm sure we can continue to provide that on a weekly basis, Friday afternoons in the UK, so probably Friday morning to afternoons in the US, and you can convert that (laughs) to your time zone if you're outside of those two. Thank you very much for listening or watching or or reading the article if, if that's how you choose to do so, and I'll see you next week. Cheers.